Okay, so tonight. Can I still do more in the cans? Dear listeners. <laughs> it's still very I know. Uh, quiet. Jason Manzukis is my dear friend, and he's also uh, a very experienced podcaster. And uh, we're going to talk about that in a second, but he's also very demanding towards Sweet Mike. Mm-hmm. He needs more in the <laughs> cans. Yeah. We don't even know what cans means. Oh, man, we're wearing these cans on our heads. Come on, guys. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know what the hell's going on, Jason. Okay, (laughs) but listen, Jason and I did a movie called The Dictator together. And he basically, Mm -hmm. yes, and you saved me, as you know that, because (laughs) it was such a male-driven, I didn't have any friends. It was a lonely experience for me because I really didn't have... Uh, and you sort of female buddies, and you were kind enough to so, to, to to pretend to, to be a woman and be yeah, your friend. You, you, you made me you dress my up. Friend. You made me dress up Tootsie style and be your gal pal. Ugh. I know after a long day's work, I'd be like, yeah, I'd have to go to hair and makeup at the end of the day to, to take off all the makeup they put on and put on girl makeup so that we could go out gal paling around at night. <laughs> Um, but you also did Parks and Recreation with my husband, Chris. I did. And you're brilliant. You're just brilliant all around. And you have an, uh, the most amazing podcast. And, and The League, which is my all, one of my all-time favorite yes, TV shows. Oh, that's awesome. Fantastic. Oh, that's good to hear. Absolutely loved you on The League. You also have an upcoming movie called Search Party, which opens May 13th. Oh, that's true. Um, are you excited about that? I am. We, that's one of those movies that we shot many years ago that never came out and now is coming out. So oh. Why did it take so long? Don't know. <laughs> it's one of those like weird, I don't know. Um, Maybe so, it's ahead of its time. Probably. <laughs> probably ahead of its time. Um, so no, I'm excited it's coming out. A friend of mine wrote and directed it, Scott Armstrong. Um, Old school oh, and, exactly. and road trip. Yep. Yep. Good dude. Like uh, another uh, guy that I came up. I came up doing comedy in the UCB New York scene, and he and I, along with a number of other people, were on the same improv group for like eight years. You know, so and so it was nice to be able to like, oh, we were we did improv together in the basement of a, a Grassetti supermarket for many years, and now you're making a movie, and I'm in it. So that's Isn't cool. That wild. It is wild how this town works. Yeah, I mean, it can it can totally like chew you up and spit you out or whatever but can also people that you you know it would like the assistant to craft service is oh, suddenly yeah. producing a big movie and oh it's amazing absolutely. It, it kind of i like to think of it it like sort of gives me hope that you know that sure. i could still stay in the game for a little while i think you're doing just fine no, it's Thanks, over. Sim, but fuck you. <laughs> it's over for oh, you. Fuck. Oh, yeah. thank go. I oh, just got okay. a text. <laughs> from my agent? From, oh, from, the, from the town. From the town. <laughs> from the town. Hollywood says. It's a, I got a text from Showbiz, and it said, tell Anna, oh, it's Dunzo. It's done? Dunzo is what Shit. they said. Do I, I, should, I need more bleach extensions. <laughs> what, do, what do I do? Okay. More bleach. More bleach. Um, okay, so we are going to um, now do the. Oh, Sim, I'm yeah. having trouble with this. Right, let me let me let me see. Um, we're Love gonna, watching we're, the inner workings. Of yeah, this. the inner workings. This is a very underproduced show. Uh, That's the beauty of it. It is. It is the beauty. It's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is that it's uh, it's it's folksy. I'm going to tell that to the town. You know, here we I'm are. I'm underproduced. Here we are. We're sitting uh, at your dining room oh, table you. amongst friends. Okay. So this is 
Yes, I know. We are dear friends here today. Just dear, dear <laughs> friends. Um, I have to say that Sim's brother, Severe, is here. And I tr- I've been trying to get him on the podcast for a long time because he loves to talk shit about Sim, which I do too, even though Sim is like one of my best friends. But um, anyway, so he's here and I'm getting him prepped for uh, for <laughs> I don't even to actually get a microphone he's, he's on him no, at some point. So, come on. The <laughs> opportunity to talk shit about Sim. <laughs> Come on. That could be a recurring segment of this show. It sort listen, of is. If you listen to the ep- you know, any of the yeah. episodes. Severe talk shit. <laughs> Talking shit. Severe yeah. talk shit about Sim. <laughs> okay. So this is a not so rapid fire series of mm-hmm. questions. Okay. Terrific. It was recently April Fool's Day. Tell us about the most elaborate April Fool's Day prank you've ever been a part of or experienced. I don't have a good answer for this because I can't think of one. Okay, then move. That I've on. ever been like that I've <laughs> that I've ever been like an active part of. Oh, you're not much of a prankster. I'm not. I'm not oh, either. I'm not a prankster. I don't. I don't like pranks. Me neither. I don't that, like. Um, it's so weird that we were casting the dictator. I know, right? Isn't that interesting? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't. I, I just. It doesn't. I. It, I never. I, I never liked prank shows when they when that was like a very popular thing. I didn't um, like. I wanted people to be a part of the joke. Yes, As opposed to totally. being the butt of. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a tough, it's a tough position. And I always feel bad for the mark. You know, yeah. I always feel bad for the person who is being pranked. I have a dear friend who I won't mention, but she called her agent and said um, that a very, very high powered studio executive that everyone, you know, is very name familiar. Um, she met him at a party. Ooh. And Louis B. Mayer. Was it Louis B. Mayer? <laughs> and he stuck, I bet it was Louis B. He Mayer. stuck his finger up her butt. What? And Louis B. Mayer did? <laughs> Whoa. And Wait, this is a story about your friend. This is a story. My friend calls is her agent. Is it Judy Dench? <laughs> My friend is it call- DJD? <laughs> I bet it's Dame Judy Dench. You, I can't believe you, Louis B. Not- Mayer put his finger in Dame Judy Dench's butthole. And Anna, you are saying that unequivocally <laughs> here on the podcast. <laughs> So he said, call me back on a landline <laughs> right now. And she was like, oh my God, it's, it's like April 1st. Like, why, yeah. why would he think? Anyway, it became a whole thing. But I thought the guts, like that is such, that's yeah. a perfect mark. Your agent yes. is a perfect mark. That's like, and you know what? If I thought about it more, I would totally do pranks like that. Very easy ones like mm-hmm. that. But no, I, I can't. I'm not. I never, I also don't think of pranks. I also don't think of like, ooh, that person has left the room. This is an opportunity to fuck with someone. You know, like, I don't think like that, you know? It's because you're a kind man. I'm very kind. I'm a sweet, sweet man. <laughs> okay, so Anita Francis on Facebook wants to know, F... She needs a Francis? Marry <laughs> or kill. I need a Francis. <laughs> which we can say, fuck, marry or kill. Yeah. Um, and but you... Anita doesn't. She's a classy broad. Anita is. Uh, okay, Jason Sudeikis... Sudeikis. Sudeikis. Oh, boy. And I adore him. Wow. Jason Sudoku. (laughs) I blame Sim. He wrote these notes I wrote Sudeikis. Uh, Jason Bateman. Jason Statham. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Doing good. This is a podcast that I think is revealing that you cannot read. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's true. I think the true revelation in this is that... You have spent a lot of time looking at an iPad so confusedly. True. I feel like I'm one of those actors. You know how you meet some of those actors that are like, oh, I'm dyslexic, but you really know that they can't read? I'm going to sure. start, I'm gonna start using like, that. Or like you're somebody who like learns all your lines phonetically. Yeah. 
Yeah, because your assistant you tells you. Yeah, because your assistant records them and then you just listen to them while you sleep. <laughs> totally. Um, wait, so I am F. Mary killing Sudeikis, Bateman, and Statham. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and feel free, you know, listen, this is not a question I would want to answer. So feel free to... I think he wants to answer this. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming I have to answer it. You have to. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Remember I how guess, he handcuffed I mean, your I mean, hands? I would maybe. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think I would marry Bateman. Uh huh. I don't know. I've met him. I don't know him very well, but I, he was a very nice man. So I feel like eh, he'd be nice to be married to. <laughs> I think I'd fuck Sedacus. Well, very fuckable. And I think I'd kill Statham, Statham just so that I could kill Chev Chelios from the Crank movies. <laughs> Do I get to kill him or he just dies? I think you get to kill him. I get to kill him. Okay, yeah. then, yeah, I have to kill The idea that I it's gonna would be, be able fight, to though. kill, but the, it's, a He's pre- a killer. It's, a, it's a foregone conclusion it's, you're right. yeah. that yeah. I am winning because yeah. the F. Mary yeah. kill, right? So I guess I would kill Statham just for bragging It's rights. true. I'd how be you, like, I kill fucking him? killed the Yeah, how would you kill him? You're right. Good. I'd be a super badass at that point. How would you kill him? I mean, at that point, I could fuck as many Jasons as I wanted because they'd be like, did you hear he fucking killed Statham? Oh, I'd, I'd be like up to my eyeballs in in Jason Cock, Jason Siegel. Yep. Who else? Uh, I think that's about it. Jason. I think I'm the Jason, only. I think uh, I'm the only one left. Wait, is there a Jason Derulo? Does that make sense? Jason Derulo. Yeah, there yeah. is actually. Yeah, he's a, he's a, singer. a singer. Yeah, right. Totally. Yeah, that's true. Oh, are we branching out to singers? <laughs> I guess we can. Okay. Okay. I mean, I guess so. Wow. Then the sky's the limit. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my answer. All right, Anita, well, Anita, Anita Francis, Anita Francis. Okay. So you co-host the hit podcast. How did this get made? Mm-hmm. If you could star in any of the movies you've profiled on the show, what movie? Would I be? would star in the movie crank two as the character Chev Chelios that Jason Statham plays. <laughs> and that it would have been the answer. Even if the previous question had not happened. Um, be- only because it is like one of the most bananas movies. I-, I would love to be in that movie. I would love to be in a- any Neville Dean and Taylor like insane-a-thon that they put together I think would be amazing. What um, happens in Crank 2? Crank 2 is... It's the one... Okay, so Crank 1, he... What is it? He has to keep his heart rate up above a certain amount right. or else he's going to explode, right? Yeah. Crank 2 is the same thing, but it's worse, but Bai Ling is in it, and she makes up all of her dialogue, and none of it makes sense. <laughs> like, um, but like it's, like fr- it's like front to back. It's just a long, basically like one long, crazy action sequence, and that's what I love about it. It's, it's just batshit crazy action sequences, and Neville Dean and Taylor, the guys that wrote and directed these movies, are famous for doing stuff like putting cameras on... Like on sh- like you know carts and then like ramming the camera and the cart into a car and it they're just <laughs> crazy movies um, that are that look very that are very fun to watch so I am like oh I bet these would be fun to make um, so that I mean that would be that's a pretty good one I don't know all right all right well we've got a couple Bloodsport, more here Jean Claude Bloodsport love but I don't have like real fighting technique and I feel like I'd have to be trained right. I don't know. A JCVD would probably kick my butt. You know. Um, hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so Danielle Brewer on uh, Danielle Brewer on Facebook wants Danielle to know. Danielle or Daniel? Danielle. Am I answering a girl's question or a guy's question? A girl. It matters. I believe. 
Does it list her cup size? Uh, 36D. Ooh. All right, Danielle. You've got my attention. <laughs> she on Facebook wants to know, what TV show could you watch uh, reruns of forever? Oh. Ooh. For, oh, forever. Forever. Forever, ever? Forever, ever? ever? Okay. Hmm. I'm going to... I have a couple. I feel... Uh, you got you got I have to pick one? Yeah. Sorry. Forever is tough. I have just rewatched all of Gilmore Girls, which I love, <laughs> except for season seven, which I will not watch out of, out of uh, 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 loyalty to the Paladinos, because they were taken off of the show in season seven, so they were not allowed to finish their version means. of the show. People who are listening, Danielle gets it. Danielle and her big old titties, she gets it. Um, Magnum P.I., favorite, all-time favorite. Um, but I, I still watch that in reruns, and it is slow. So <laughs> if I... Huh. I'm going to say... Hmm. I'm getting... Twin Peaks. Oh. Really? It's an odd choice. No, I'm not going to say Twin Peaks because <laughs> season two really shits the bed. <laughs> I'm not going to say Twin Peaks. Season two really craps out. West Wing? Nah. Huh. You want to go? Ooh, how about this? One show forever? Yeah. The Simpsons. Because there's like 22 years of it. So it's a lot. I'm not oh, going to watch the same man. like 12 episodes of TV. I'm going to watch... Hun- I have hundreds of episodes. That was to a choose really from. good answer. Good you answer. so totally and wild great. out of yeah. that one. And it's great. It is great. It's consistently good. Even and there is a huge amount of them. Yeah, even right. as it gets not as good, it's still pretty terrific. Yeah, uh, and I you agree. would you could watch it. I think you could watch it for a long. South Park. I was going to say South Park would be in the same. South Park similar. There's just more Simpsons. Is all. Um, okay, so now we are going to do a brief improv segment. Okay. Um, Jason. Yes. You have a business degree from Arizona State University. You're a major stoner that lives with your parents. Your jobs in the past have included working at Subway and Starbucks. Your parents have given you Wait, eight... what is this? <laughs> this is a lot of information. This is... Well, I want need to give you backstory. Oh, really? Uh, For an improv? Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you not need to know your character? That we're... No, no, I'm excited. Okay. All right. Your parents have give you, given you $8,500 to move out of their house. You decide to move to Los Angeles to get laid. A friend of your dad knows Karen Stapleton, the CEO of Imaginarium Films, the biggest competitor to DreamWorks. You heard there's an opening for Karen's second assistant. And this is your resume. This right here? Uh-huh. My first assistant... Donovan Sarna is here to lead you to me, Karen. Sure. For your interview. Hi, Jason. Would you like something to drink before you see Karen? Um. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Sure. Uh, like an Arnold Palmer? Uh, no. 
just a water. We don't have that. Okay, so you can actually see her right now. Here she is. Oh, cool. Do I give this to you, the resume? No, you can keep that with you. Keep that with you. Karen? Donovan. Jason's Jason's here. Who? Jason is here. Oh. Jason Mansukas. Oh. Hello. Hi. How do you do? I'm Karen. (laughs) How do you do? I'm six, so. Huge huge fan. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Uh, Um, You guys do like... The best stuff. Thank you. We do. We best. do. I'm glad. I'm glad you're passionate. That's important. Oh, always yeah. in this industry. Yeah, yeah. no. I've got a business degree. Um, I, do you mind if I take a look at you? What? Uh, may I take a look at your resume? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, here you go. Thank you. Don't want to let go. Oh, sorry. Just a uh, all right. So I see gag. here <clears throat> you have a business degree. Business degree. Yeah. What drove Arizona? You? State, State University. University. Uh-huh. ASU. Number uh-huh. one party school. I see. Yes. I didn't uh, party much, though. Oh, no. J- JK, I partied. <laughs> but, like, that's behind me. Oh. Like, I'm ready to get to work now, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of working, you know, because, you know, because um, dri- it's time to work. Okay. You know, well, what drives like, you? It's, uh, you're fucking around. Right. It's done. It's uh, time to work. What drives you towards the movie industry? Oh, you know, I just love movies. I always did. You know, like, um, you know, like Die Hard, favorite movie, like so good. Um, Transformers, I think those are great <laughs> movies. Um, you know, movies are like, um, you know what? Movies are like something we all share together as people, as society, you know? It's mm-hmm. like the great equalizer, you know? The movie, The Equalizer, Denzel Washington, <laughs> you know, based on a TV show. Mm-hmm. I see. And it says here that you uh, were assistant manager at Subway yeah. from 2009 yeah. to yeah, 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 2010. Yeah. yeah. 2009 to... Uh, yeah. I mean, it, listen, I want to be honest with you. Like, 2009 to 2009. You know, I, I, I got fired um, <laughs> December 29th, 2009. So it was about to be 2010. So I just put it as 2010. I see. But like, if you were to look into it, like you would see that it's 2009 to 2009. Okay. Thank you for your honesty. No, I want to be honest just because like, again, I think what you guys do here in terms of, you know, in vis-a-vis uh, 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 taking uh, um, uh-huh. people's uh, dreams sure. and ideas now, and, uh, and, Jason, and painting them Jason. into beautiful portraits on the silver screen. Jason, what makes you think you are qualified to be my second assistant. Oh, um, okay. Um, okay. Number one, I know I was late for the interview, but I'm always on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number two, discretion. Uh-huh. I'm a very private person and I would assume that you are too. And I will keep all of your secrets, whatever I get access to, Whatever I see. What do you imagine my secrets are? Oh, I I don't know. I mean, this is Hollywood, right? Everybody's just putting their fingers in each other's butts, aren't they? <laughs> At least that's what I've heard. <laughs> but, you know, that's the kind of thing that, like, rest assured, locked away. <laughs> I'm not talking to anybody about it. Not even, like, my best friend. Are you able to multitask outside of your... Sure, yeah. Video yeah. game. No, I can like, I can like, I can like stoned little brain. Sure. Uh, 
That's funny. I don't play video games, but I am stoned a lot. Not now. Uh, I mean, a little like residual, but like not really. No, like I'm pretty on it right now. But like I can like I could like, for example, like I can answer emails and roll the joint at the same time. That's multitasking, right? Uh, all right. So, Jason, uh, so did you do all these movies? Your the yeah. posters in here, yes. all these. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, you. So, didn't. what do you guys do? Like two hundred movies a year? Uh, no. What do you Jason, put out? Like five hundred movies a year? Uh, a little annoyed that you didn't do any research on our company. Well, we no, put, I googled you. Uh huh. I yeah. googled you, and I was like, Ooh. oh boy. <laughs> I was a pretty lady. Become like the captain of industry <laughs> that you are what do you, what you know you, i looked you up because i mean pretty oh i when i saw that it was like a woman that i was going to be meeting with i was like oh boy a woman who runs a company she must be a real dog you know <laughs> a real dog because you know yeah you know what i mean and then i looked you up and i was like oh, ooh la la you know, like, holy so cow, this is like French, a fair... Huh? Do you speak French or... Uh, uh, but of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was like, wow. <laughs> she has it all. And you do. You know, you do. You got the brains and the looks, I got to tell you. And I don't mind telling you that every day when I bring you a, a green tea or a, a chai latte or whatever your personal drink is. You know, a gin... Can you write that down? Oh, please, please go ahead and. Thank you. If you want, I'll write it down for you. As your second assistant, like I don't feel like you should be bothered to like have to write. Please do. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, and then let me ask you a few other questions. Of course, yeah, please, you go right ahead. Um, So now, because you are a business manager, Mm -hmm. and now you're moving into. I should tell you, I did not graduate. Ah, so. You have lied on your resume. You know what? I intended to. No, I intended to finish. I still might. My dad says he'll pay for it if I get a job. For me to finish up. So ethically, how do you justify lying on your resume? Oh, uh, I just assume because it's Hollywood. Fair enough. Yeah. I, I actually, you know, um, I just, I, my, my understanding is, um, this town is a sham. Jason. Yeah. I, I want to tell you something. Yeah. Please go right ahead. Um, you're an idiot. I'm listening. Like beyond comprehension, but I got to say your honesty is Unbelievably refreshing. Uh, I really, I see where this is going, and I nope, just want to say got I am job. open to kissing. <laughs> okay, and also welcome, welcome aboard. Oh, thank you so much. I am Donovan. Beyond guess, excited. Guess, guess who you're going to have to train. Welcome to the team. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> so stoked. Do you guys got a gym here? <laughs> yes, we do. Oh, great. I got to work. I work out like four hours a day. <laughs> Usually in the middle of the day. Um, okay, so uh, improv over. John. Oh, improv over. Improv over. That's how that works. But you improv were great. over. Oh, thank you so much. Okay, improv over. But you did get the job. Thank you. I thank do you. sort of. It meant a lot to me. I really want to work with this guy. Um, okay, so John Newski on Facebook wants to know. Newski. 
Have, have you ever pooped your pants? Yes. Well, I mean, yes, obviously. We all have. We were children who pooped our pants. Um, as an adult... I, as an adult, no, not really. Although I did, um, and I've told this story before, but I will tell it again. I did have like a wet fart situation happen. Like that I happens. just, I wet the cheeks, you know, but I didn't yeah. poop my pants. It's like when you think that a toot is, yeah. is like, is ready to come out. Yeah. Where were you when this happened? I, where was I? I was in the men's room at, uh, I was, at, I was at working on the dictator. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was I had it was my first day of work at a job in a writer's room. And uh we broke at like noon or whatever and like I went to the bathroom like was standing at the urinal, went to like give myself a little toot, relieve a little of the pressure in my tummy and just like and and I was like hang on. That <laughs> that didn't feel exactly right. <laughs> so I went into the stall to just give it a gander. And, um, and sure enough, like, like there was, there was stuff going on. Are uh, you boxers or briefs? I am boxer briefs. C- well, that's important. Cause you're right. It is. Yeah. Cause if you're, you know, loosey goosey on that front, you don't want to be boxer. No way. Oh no, I'm not boxer anyway. Boxers are no good. I think they're there's an useless, excess right? of fabric that bunches up inside right. your pants and they're sexy for your girlfriend to wear at night. Or whatever. Sure, but after... then just keep keep a bunch of boxers around to give to girls. Right. Right? But just like a stack of girl boxers. But the practical here, thing. Here, sweetheart, is... here's your boxers. Now get out of here. <laughs> Hard to believe I'm single, right, guys? <laughs> um, uh, so what I did was what I did was I uh, and it was, and, and again, I want to stress, I did not shit my pants. It was, it was like, there was like a little bit of stuff. So you, I, you Hershey squirted. I, I Hershey squirted, but it wasn't even a Hershey squirts amount, okay. but it was enough that it freaked me out. Gotcha. It freaked me out. And I was like, Ooh, I bet this is going to smell. So right. I always carry a pocket knife with me. And so I took my pocket knife out. I cut my underwear off of myself, <laughs> threw it in the garbage, cleaned myself up, wiped myself off. Boom. Back in the room. Wait, why did you, why did you pocket knife? Wait, I, why did you oh. cut it? I, I, oh, yeah. oh because, I, because I was sitting down on the toilet. Here's why. I'm sitting down on the toilet, okay? <laughs> I go from the urinal into the bath, into the stall. Right. I sit on the toilet. I pull my stuff down. I sit on the toilet. I wipe myself. I clean my biz up. Right. Okay? And then I'm like, what do I do here? Now, what I don't want to do is take my boots off, take my jeans off. In case off, there's, somebody, uh, in in case there's somebody else there right. and is like, what's like, going why on in they... here? That makes perfect sense. So I just cut, cut, and now I've got my underwear off. Right. Put, it, I t- put it up in paper towels, throw it in the garbage, and then, yeah, exactly. Continue to like clean myself up, and then I go back into the room. But I'm in like a full body sweat now. I'm like now I've had I've been through something, you know. Like I and went are to you the bathroom and was gone a while again. No, like, no, no. I'm not worried it's going to happen again. Uh, although if I had to fart again, I probably. Although ever since then, every, like a lot of times when I have to fart, I'm like, don't do it, because you don't know what's going to happen. Right, right. You know, so I'm like that. That really did like affect me and my what I will what I will describe as a rather laissez-faire attitude towards farting prior to. <laughs> Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, now I take it much more seriously. Yes. You don't, you don't want to force You don't want to push. And... Don't, guys, don't push. No pushing. Don't push anything out. No, no. 
My sweet husband will do this. And which what, he, wait, Jason, describe what Anna just did, please. I love that you're doing visuals on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you just leaned over to give yourself a little toot room. Yeah, toot room. Mm-hmm. But I tell you what, it's a, it's always a it's a he's playing. Oh, he's playing fast and oh, loose. And it's and every time he does it, I'm like, baby. And mm-hmm. I also think, and having been talking to friends about this, as you get older, it gets worse. <laughs> like as you get older that line gets like a lot shadier. Like I, I was telling a friend this the story. line. Yeah. I was telling a friend this story and he was like, Oh dude, since I turned 40, I've shit my pants like four times <laughs> in that scenario where he thinks he's farting and instead like just turdlets himself. Is it, do you think it's like the arrogance of like the hubris of I can fart and nothing will happen? Like, yeah. Like <laughs> I'm in a relationship or like I've done this a lot in my life for 40 years. Is that so- how you're living? I don't You're know. just like I'm okay. married. I can just like rip farts, no problem. Uh, I have a I have a bookstore problem. <laughs> what does that mean? Like bookstores and it make used you gassy? to be Blockbuster because anytime where you kind of relaxed and you're you were relaxed looking... at Blockbuster. Yeah, well, I wasn't looking for porn. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have found it. Blockbuster <laughs> is like a, a very religious Blockbuster <laughs> edited their movies to take out. Things that were too sexual. Like, there was no pornography in Blockbuster. 100%. Professor Manzoukas. Yes. Tell us more about the pornography history of America. Now, Hollywood video. (laughs) Wait, wait. What would happen at bookstores and at Blockbuster? Oh, bookstores. You get so relaxed. Library. Forget about it. Yeah, you just get relaxed. You're looking for things and suddenly you're like, oh. I don't know. Your body feels more relaxed and comfortable in a way that doesn't normally happen to most people. I would bet that if we did some Barnes and Noble employee interviews, they would be smelling a lot of gas, bodily gas. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Mike, will you get on that? <laughs> Alex, Sabir, sure. as our newest intern. Guys. Yeah. The bookstore thing. But that you're the bookstore farter? <laughs> I wonder if like this is somebody's out there being like, ah, I knew it. That's she cause she's the one. Can you can you can anybody yeah, everyone can read. You're like you're like, oh, you know what? Let's meet for chili and then go to block and then go to go to Barnes and Noble. We'll have like a three bean chili, we'll go to Barnes and Noble, we'll Rudy toot toot our brains out. We'll, home, we'll buy the next relaxed. book from the Marie Kondo woman about uh, tidying up, and then everything's going to be great. <laughs> Way better than a massage. <laughs> You're a Capricorn. Nope. You're a Leo. Nope. You're a Cancer. Nope. You're an Aquarius. Nope. Come on. Think about it. You're just running them through now. <laughs> what month were you born? Well, if, if I tell let's, you that, then you, it's let, obvious. Well, let's see if she knows. You're a Gemini. Nope. You're a Pisces. No. No. You're a Scorpio. Nope. Uh, is this a recurring segment You're where you just sing? Leap. You sing the, 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 the signs? You're a Libra? Nope. You're a Sagittarian. I am. Me too! I, actually, I love that you <laughs> guessed it last, and it's your sign. 
I just always assume. I never want to hope for the best, you know? Oh, but yeah, but we're obviously the best. The I, best know, I know. What's your birthday? December 18th. Ah, November 29th. Nice. I know. I like it's it. true. Sages do. I'm sorry. Sages do it better. I don't know much about it. I don't, I really don't. But when I, I feel like whenever I, whenever someone is like, what's your sign? And I'm like, oh, Sagittarius. People are like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't like, like that. Yeah, no. Don't, don't do yeah, that. No. That, that makes sense. That no, it doesn't. Bad. Shut up. But I do think, what is, what does, I don't know. I, I don't subscribe to any of it either. But, um, but it is fun to think about. I do enjoy the idea of, Someone thinking out there that I'm a fire sign, you know, which means... I'm, is it? Is Sagittarius a fire sign? I am so sorry you do not know this, but yes. Oh, I did We're totally this. a fire sign. Oh, cool. Great. We control the whole power of the earth. We control everything. That is for sure true. You and I. <laughs> you and I specifically. No, you weren't, ha- you didn't, you weren't born in 1976, were you? No, I was not. I was oh. born in 1972. Oh, because I just happened to also be Year of the Dragon. Oh, that's Which, pretty cool. I don't means, know what I am in that sense. Oh, wow. Probably you're the rat. <laughs> Smart, though. Smart, Smart rat. Smart and crafty. Smart rat. Good people skills. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so now we are going to go on to the segment of Jason yes. Mansukas brought something weird. Oh, yeah, I did. Will you present it? Sure. And describe Wait, why, it. Sit, sit right there. What, Alex, will you grab that for us, that yes. painting thing behind? Oh, my God, you really did. Jason Manzoukas brought oh, I, a painting. Said, you said bring something weird from your house. My house is full of weird things, this being one of them. I love this. Hi. Here we go. Oh, guys. It's going to be revealed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you do a piece on your podcast that is strictly visual. <laughs> wait, wait. Describe that. She this looks like, um, yeah. it almost looks like Gloria Steinem or who is this? Who is this person? Is that your mom? Um, um, so wait, Jason has brought a painting, a yep. portrait that's fairly large. It looks like an acrylic yes. painting um, on canvas. It, and it's a, a woman who's sort of looking intensely, but slightly, slightly off uh, to the right. She's uh, wearing glasses. glasses. Uh, she's got gold hoop earrings, pin uh, like a striped shirt. It's not like a It's not a sexual painting. Um, <laughs> it's not a sexual painting. <laughs> I love that that's a category of painting for you. Well, isn't it, though? Sure, 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 sure. Because um, most women are... You Sexual. Know, well, well, yes, but most... When you're a study of an artist... Why you, do you change your voice when you do that? When you're a study Ooh, of an artist. Now I'm listening. <laughs> um, All right, so Jason, what is the painting? Describe it to us. The painting is... The painting hangs in my house. It is, as you've described, a painting of a woman in glasses... Hey, oh, who's here? Look at our stars. Whoa. Jack, Jack, say hi. Hi. Hello, Jack. Where'd you get stars? Yeah. Do you know what they do? What? what? They glow, glow in the dark. In the dark. Yes, glow in the dark. Yeah, glow in the dark. I knew it. Oh, man, Jason's winning it all tonight. Yeah. Mommy, look at these. Look at this. Awesome. Jack, I love you so much, honey. I love you, too. Mwah. And good night. Good night. I'm going upstairs. Okay. All right. See you later. Good night, See you later, alligator. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) 
Good work, Jack. <laughs> so cute. Okay, so uh, we are what the fuck we're was back. That? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? It's the cute moment. What we just it's let we just let segment. kids wander into the podcast. Yeah. What the fuck is it's this? It's called what the Anna fuck Ferris is going is cute on? This is and her family untethered. <laughs> You didn't know. This you is a know. disaster. <laughs> Kids just wandering in and out. Yeah. Um, okay, so wait. I don't can know we, if I can we talk, can we talk? Can we talk more about wait, this? Jason, can you please talk about this? Sure. So Bring us back. Here. It is a weird painting. My house is full of weird paintings of weird people. This being one of my favorites. It is a woman. Um, I believe it was painted in, the, in, in 1979, it says. Uh, in 1979, it's a woman in a, in a striped... Uh, and a striped '70s kind of wide-collared shirt. Um, she is has like a '70s short kind of up hair hairstyle, gold-rimmed glasses, uh, and she's looking. Uh, she's looking like uh, the the look on her face. I always say is her looking at the person who's painting the picture and going, "Gary, are you painting me?" <laughs> mm-hmm. Like she's just busted him, like painting her. What do you think her name is? Uh, I call her Pam. Oh, I love it. Because she seems like a Pam to me. I'm very fond of Pams. Um, yeah, that's about it. She does look a little bit like she's beautiful, but she look she does look a, she a looks little nervous. annoyed. She looks annoyed. Yeah, yeah. She looks nervous. The look on her face, like you, you don't often see somebody painted in a picture with a look that is am I doing upset it? or nervous or you're not doing it exactly. There's like a there's a more of a furrow to to the brow. There's more of a there, it's like there's something more intense about it. Yeah, that's a little better. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. My lips aren't as full as hers. She has very full lips, probably from sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's how you lose your lips. What? That's why I have such thin lips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl. Can't stop sucking that dick. Don't have any lips. Um... <laughs> Wait, that's not a real thing. Is that like a thing that girls tell each other? Like if you give a blowjob, your lips, your lips get less less puffy or whatever. Yeah, that's what we tell each other. That's why, like we, that's why like we don't give men blowjobs anymore. That's why we're not whores. Come on, what? Jason. What? No, I mean in like high school. Like, you know, when we you like trade, each other when you trade stories, like apocryphal stories about like right. if you did this, if you do this, then this bad thing happens. You know what I mean? No. Uh, I, listen, you know what, I know you know everybody's what, blowing You know what everybody. happens? It's like if you don't go down on that guy, if you don't have sex with that guy, then you're going to be an outcast. It's more of like a doomsday and a guy's to the, the men's advantage. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it sounds how... like what you're saying is that like society is set up so that men win and women lose. And we all know <laughs> that's like the opposite of what the case is. <laughs> like we essentially live in a matriarchy, right? <laughs> Do, am I cool now to talk about? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. 
Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Trump? Yeah. And how I love yeah. Trump. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just like launched into a very Actually, severe no, like, though, Trump supportive speech. It is speech. really kind of it's it's, Ooh, it's wild. <laughs> it's it is fun. what he's up to is wild. It is. It's it is wild. It's it is wild. It's like we are on we are like as Americans, not just as Americans, internationally, the whole world is on the Trump ride of a lifetime. It's pretty interesting, and I'm also like I, I it's it's interesting and fascinating, but I'm also like. Uh, beyond this, like who is out there who's looking at how far Donald Trump has gotten, which is incredibly far, and is like, oh, if he can do that, fuck yeah, I can do it. You know, like what are the lessons learned from this? I think I was that, I mean, I decided to move to Hollywood and I was like, I can make it. Yeah. But I mean, like, I feel like in four years, are we going to see like Mark Cuban running for president? Are we going to love that? Like, does Alec Baldwin run for president from the left? Because he's like, Ronald Reagan, we had it. Like, we've already done it. Sure. But I mean, like, Ronald Reagan, like, at the very least, had had some, even at that point, some degree of, like, political uh, behind him. He had already involved himself in politics by the time he's running for president. Trump is like, this is nonsense. It's fascinating nonsense, but. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Like what, what will be the, it's interesting to watch as it's happening, but what will be the aftermath? Like how does this affect future elections? Well, I think, I mean, this This is is a political show, right? Yep. (laughs) This is slate culture gap. uh, This is slate political talk, right? This is for, uh, if you can stay after. (laughs) This is the after show. Yeah. The after show. Okay, so now we are going to go to some callers because actually, Jason, I really do want to talk to you about this, but I think it'll bore. No, no, no. Let's my... move on. I don't care. No, but I really I do because I'm fascinated by it. All right, should we call someone right now? I just wonder if if I'm at a nightclub. No, no, keep calling. But if I'm at a nightclub, Donald, like two years from now, Donald Trump says, can I buy you a cognac? Hello? Hey, Cameron, hang on a second. Donald Trump is about to buy a cognac. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What a legendary move. I think you you say yes, 100%. We were just saying in two years, if Donald Trump... If Why I'm in at a nightclub. Well, what nightclub? What nightclub? What's that? Uh, the night. Well, so if I'm at a nightclub, and this is a scenario that Wait, will I never think we, ever have happen. Have we called someone yeah, to no, ask old. them a question? Cameron? <laughs> yeah, no, Cameron is on the line right now. Cameron, she's, yeah, she's in okay, Los let's Angeles. Say, oh, she's let's, here in LA. Cameron, you're at a nightclub in two years, okay. and Donald Trump. President See. Trump. It's two years from now, so <laughs> President Trump. Okay, it's, we're okay. We're live. <laughs> so he wants to buy you a cognac, uh, and and wants to engage in a little bit of conversation. W- what do you do? Mm-hmm. You have to do it, right? 
Yeah. Um, what, are we, what are we doing? Wait, what? Ask her. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You sorry. looked right no, at me. I know. Hey, Cameron, Jason Manzoukas is here with us, by the way. Hello, Cameron. Oh, my God. What's up? Hey, girl. What's happening? I mean, not too much. Nearly? I'm, I mean, I'm just trying to consider right now, is, is, my, is my drink roofied? N- no. Is your drink loopy? No, roofied. roofied. Oh, roofied. If, if President oh. Trump is trying to... No, no. Oh, no, I, I think any time you get a chance to talk... Cameron, you can exp- you can answer after I answer because... Hey, I'm Cameron, are talking. you on speakerphone? No. You're not? No. Nope. Okay. Cameron, um, don't you fucking lie to us. <laughs> are you on a goddamn speakerphone? <laughs> but Cameron, I feel like Donald Trump is arrogant enough that he doesn't... He feels like roofies... He doesn't need them, right? I don't think Donald Trump's <laughs> trying to roofie anybody. I think if you get a chance to talk to anybody, you talk to them. Right. right. Yeah. That's... I mean, I think, I, I think I'm taking the drink. But then he says, um, I'm in the presidential suite. Okay. Oh, no. So now he wants to go <laughs> to you, the bone zone? Do you want to come up? Come on up. He doesn't say do you. He never asks the no, question. No. Yeah. He says you. So c- the question is, do you fuck Donald Trump? Yeah, I guess so. What, you no, know, but do you at least go up to the suite and see what's going on? What? No. But what if he's got tons of security so you feel safe because there's so many security I people? I go. What? Guys, whoa. <laughs> I mean, no. Just because like, you're fascinated by what's going to, you want to, you want to tell the story, right, Cameron? Is that why you'd go? Yeah, I, absolutely. I you would go it. to his room? I'm sort of with Cameron. Whatever happens next, if you think his sweet, secret service off. is on your side, you're out of your mind. <laughs> if you think you're going to be like, hey, Jimmy, Kevin, uh-oh, I'm, my butthole's getting fingered. I don't want it. They're going to be like, President Trump looks like you got this. And they're walking out the door. Their loyalty is to him, not you. But what about when we did the secret handshake? Who, who, what secret I, handshake? I did with the Secret Service, you know? Oh, because they're the Secret Service, you think they have a secret handshake? <laughs> And that just means they're on your side. You're like that is a very naive move. And I would like okay, to say to all Jason, the listeners, I'm sorry that you're a man. Don't go to anyone's hotel room. To President <laughs> Trump's presidential suite. I'm sorry that you will never have that opportunity. I am not sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Cameron, let's sorry. talk about you for a second. Okay. Your best. So your best male friend is gay. And he's attracted to the yep. straight man you're currently dating. Yes. Interesting scenario. Let's see if Jason um, and Anna can help you navigate this awkward situation. So tell us a little bit more. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, first of all, too, so my friend actually set me up with this guy um, under sort of like, I don't know. He was like, you need to date better guys. Like, he knew this guy before, so he set me up with this guy. And as we started to hang out, he is like now since threatened to not be friends with either of us anymore and um the guy that i'm dating like doesn't know that my friend has feelings for him and so it just put me in this really uncomfortable position because like i had to lie to him all weekend about like where i was because i'm like afraid he's not gonna speak to me anymore oh you you had to lie to the friend not your boyfriend yeah right oh boy oh i mean i know and I, 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 I have I have an answer. Is this a, are we is this a game? How does this, this work? <laughs> Cameron, is your life a game for me? How does this work? Jason's yeah. old and bitter. I'm old and I'm bitter. No, here's the thing, Cameron. I mean, I mean, forgive me, but I'm gonna just go here. Um, your friend is being a terrible friend. 
You know, like it's it's really? it's, it's, it's it, it, your friend who set you up it, 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 to, for him to give you the opportunity to fall in love with someone, and then uh, and then for himself to then uh, not be generous enough to let you follow through with that, but to want it for himself is selfish and, yeah. and is not a kind or generous move on his part. And he should know better. Um, he should, he should, if he had feelings for this man, he should have not set you up with him and he should have tried to date him himself. And if he failed, that would have been that, but he shouldn't include you in his own personal drama. Uh, he shouldn't be selfless enough to set you up with someone that he selfishly wants to be with. And so you are caught up in his drama and that's frankly like just not a good friend. Yeah, uh, Jason, awesome advice. I also think too, though, that pro- probably part of the complication is that um, your gay friend might be jealous of just not maybe seeing you as much, not feeling as included as much, or whatever or other else. But all the same, it's the same. Jason put it perfectly. Your friend is not being a good friend, and and, and I mean, like I believe. So then what do I do? He set you up, so I believe he has like a. A, 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 a goodwill towards you. I, I mean, like, I think you can talk to him. And, I mean, I don't know, but I think it's worth a conversation to some degree or, or another about... a subtle distancing, too. Oh, really? Is, oh, how good a friend is this, Cameron? Social friend or, like, dear, absolute, dear friend? No, like, absolute best friend. Oh, no, you got to take like, that. Yeah. You're going to yeah. have to have a very yeah. awkward conversation, but you're going to have to have that conversation under the presumption of, like, listen, we're about to have a very awkward conversation. It's going to be difficult. And it's my intention that we get through this so that our friendship is because it's so important to me and it has been long lasting that we get through to the other side of this so that we can remain friends, blah, 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 blah. But, um, but if he doesn't take it well, then that means that there might be a little bit of a cooling off period. Maybe. And also don't make it about, I mean, really don't make it about the, your boyfriend or his, the guy, you know what I mean? Like it's, this is a problem between you and your friend the guy notwithstanding like he, he he doesn't it's not about him what he wants his intentions blah 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 it really is just yeah, you right. and your friend i mean yeah. he doesn't know anything about any of this oh like, you should um, tell him you gotta um, tell him now Karen, I, I tell him yes tell him now how long have you been dating this guy like a month like very beginning of the relationship oh how many times have you gone out um like almost every single weekend since we started dating oh okay and like twice during the week like i've like this it's like almost now like so you guys are my life oh and you're in love you love him i do i do you You love him after a month nice work no 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 no. but like i'm like that i'm totally i'm that total person who's cameron you don't have to apologize to these yahoos (laughs) i'm the kind of person who's like yeah i yeah, one date or whatever. I'm just like, <gasps> oh no, I'm the I'm the opposite. I'm like a true cynic. Well, um, cynical Manzukis just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it does. Um, I think it's worth having a conversation with the boyfriend to let him know a little bit. You don't have to let him know everything because you don't have to. Also, it's also for you to work out with your friend what's going on in your relationship. Like, you don't have to. Neither do you have to keep your boyfriend in the dark, nor do you have to like share with him all of the intimate details of your very real friendship. 
You know, like he right. Ne- neither should he be poisoned against your friend because it sounds like they have a pre-existing friendship. Are they close buddies? Yeah, they're close. They've like um, they know each other have from like kissed? childhood, and then they didn't go to high school. They didn't go to high school or college together. But now that we all live out in LA, they've like gotten close again, and um, yeah. So wait, why hasn't the I'm, guy? So the guy that you're dating right now, he hasn't spoken to um, your best friend about this at all. Like he knows that we've been hanging out, but like he for sure has no idea that Max would have any sort of like feelings towards him. And like I, my fear with saying anything to him would be that like it would almost feel like like a predatory relationship, like with his friends with Max. So would which it is be, why I'm like, I don't. Would it be better if your if your boyfriend or if you guys whatever have defined that yet, like mentioned it to? You think he should mention it first? Maybe if they yeah, know maybe. each other for so long, right. then maybe that's a more appropriate idea. What is a more appropriate idea is for the guy that she's dating to mention it to her friend first because they've known no, each- no, because but they've known but each they other have a, for they so have a his- they have they've known together. each other they since like kindergarten or whatever. Right, but isn't the problem? Isn't Cameron having the problem with the fr- with her friend? Did you did you go on a little mental vacation? Yeah, but I kind of no, I kind of like. I know they've known each. I know they've known each other for a long time. Yeah, but the boyfriend and yeah. yes, they yeah. went to they were childhood yeah. friends. So I get you don't, it. You don't think that they should that the boyfriend should potentially say? So you think like Cameron should excuse herself from this? Not excuse herself, but I just wonder if the initial if conversation, the initial conversation, should make it like a group conversation. Oh, I have a question. I don't think it should be group because no. Cameron, then I have a question. No, on. Anna, I'm on your side. Yeah. Probably. Cameron, how did this setup go? Did your friend set tell him to go after you or you to go after him? Um, he told me to go after him. Then you need to have the conversation with him. <clears throat> okay. That's what I think. Because yeah. this the friend is Cameron's best friend. Is he also yeah. your boyfriend's best friend? Um, no, but they're very close. They're very close. They've been close forever. But I think like the transaction was between friend and Cameron, not yeah. friend and boyfriend. Right. Yeah. In which if it was his, the friend told the, the boyfriend, you should ask Cameron out. Then I would say you're right. And that the boys should talk Are about you good it. good at chess? Oh, I'm a real strategist. It seems like it. <laughs> But I think this is really good advice, Jason. I also, if I was Cameron, I would not want to outsource this conversation to these two dummies. Hey, what the hell? (laughs) What about the brilliant third party member being Jason Manzoukas? No, no, no. I'm saying these, no, no, the two, the boys are the dummies. The the two boys are the dummies. You know what I mean? Like, I I would not, if I'm Cameron, I don't like, I don't think like, oh, you guys go have a conversation and figure it out. You don't trust them. Those two dudes are only going to make it worse. Right, right. Like, Cameron, a level headed normal person, needs to take this by the. Okay, so scruff of the hair and the, of the neck or Jason, whatever, and, say, and deal with it. So what? What should Cameron say exactly? Well, I don't know. Cameron's an adult woman. How old are you, Cameron? <laughs> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. What's your cup size? And you what? do not have to answer that. No, these are relevant. Jeez, this is irrelevant information. Jason, Cameron, get you back in the corner, Cameron. Jason. You don't have to answer that, but just like a general sense of cup size. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Cameron is an adult woman who probably has a C cup, I'm guessing. <laughs> and I suspect she is able to take care of a conversation like this with a friend uh, and get through it appropriately. 
you know, uh, with her own words. Yeah. I think definitely, yeah. And you know what? Your friend will reveal himself a little bit and how he sort of deals with it. Because yeah. a good friend will be like, may, it might take a minute, but we'll be totally understanding. And a bad friend will be like making a ton of drama. Yeah, um, that's true. Right. And I mean, in reality, you're 23. So these are all like... These are all friendships and relationships and everything that are, that I feel like that are figuring it all out. You know what I mean? I mean, right. I don't want to sound like I'm the old guy being condescending or whatever, but like, no, you're not at all. These Jason. are all, these are all of, these are the important um, relationship conversations that, that build you into the person you are as a friend and as a, uh, as someone in a relationship, partner in a relationship. Uh, right. all, all of these difficult conversations, not just the falling in loves and the wonderful this is and the that's and the hand jobs and everything. It's just, and it's <laughs> like the, it's the wonderful, you know, like it's, it's, the, it's not just the wonderful stuff. These are the hard work elements of stuff. And I do, I think, I really think that your friend will, he, maybe he'll be hurt for a little while, but if he cherishes you, which I don't know. I, I think that he probably does. He'll come back, but it might be a minute. He might have to like, you know, do a little bit of a, you know, selfish thing because it is his, his concerns are truly like pretty selfish a little bit, I think. Right. And you should know that. That was beautiful. You have, you have reinforcement <laughs> from us. Hey Cameron, we have to go, but send me we an email. You. Let me know how it goes after you have this conversation and good luck. Yeah, Thank will you, you so please, will you please, Cameron? Very helpful. Cameron, yeah, please let us know. Day. Thank you. Good Thanks night. for calling. Good night, take, y'all. Take Thank care, you. Cameron. Um, I have a question yeah, for the ahead. men. Okay, so when cup size is over, <laughs> like when people get too adjusted to cup size, do you think there's ever going to be like a labia size, like fascination? I don't think so. No. Not for me. It's interesting. I don't think so because also because like does vaginas you have small, are small, medium, or large labia. Vagina, like there's there's such a wide differentiation in how vaginas look. True. Uh, really? That, that it's not about size. It's not. About, it's really like it's it's like it's a whole look thing. And I don't think like I think what did happen or what in that region I feel like pubic hair is the defining. Um, aesthetic. Now, are you the thing that pro-pubic or are you anti-pubic? Oh, I, don't, I don't care. I, uh, frankly, I'm like, whatever whatever makes Any someone open feel hole. sexy, whatever it makes... makes <laughs> oh, yeah. As long as it's a sloppy, wet hole. Oh, God, I'm going to get in it. Uh-oh. I'm done. Uh, no, I don't care, frankly. I don't care. I, I think whatever makes the person feel sexy and feel good. I'm happy with that. If they want a full 70s bush, terrific. If they want like nothing, fine. Whatever. You know, it's not I'm not very um, I don't think there is a specific aesthetic that is preferred for me. If that makes sense. That does. But I think that in the growing area for women, I think that is the aesthetics. It, it, it has been placed on pubic hair versus like vaginal shape or like labia size 
It definitely, well, there's all kinds of, you know, rejuvenation stuff now going oh, yeah. on and like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello? Polly. Hi, Polly. Yes, hello. How are you? So well. I like that we don't identify ourselves. We're hello, Polly, and then (laughs) Polly's just like, "Yup." Polly, Polly. you know Anna's here. That's Anna's voice. Can you recognize this voice right now? Say something. Hello, Polly. How are you? Who is that, Polly? That's a tough. It sounds iconic, but I'm drawing a nervous blank. How dare you? How dare you, Polly? (laughs) Polly, you are now my enemy. No, you are my sworn enemy. Oh no, no, we are. Enemies. We're Polly, fighting, Polly. My dear friend, Jason Manzukas, <laughs> who has a hysterical podcast. He was also in The Dictator with me, and he's really funny, and he actually surprisingly gives amazing advice. Polly, I'm good at this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to take <laughs> care of you. <laughs> okay, like, amazing. He's like a free... You are a free therapist. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. No, I'm not getting paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> Polly, I'm going to give you my PayPal account so you can just <laughs> send me a quick something. All right. Oh, so, all right. All right. Fair enough. Polly, you've been keeping your boyfriend a secret from your family for a while now. Why don't you tell us why? Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm in this amazing relationship with my best friend in the whole world. And um, he comes from a Jewish family, a Jewish background. And I come from a long, a long line of conservative um, Christians. And so it's been made very clear to me through the years that, you know, people who are different aren't necessarily, like, acceptable as, you know, life partners or significant others. So, you know, um, yeah, he's a secret, and it's definitely weighing on me. Oh, Polly, that sounds awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's definitely a a tough, not fun situation. (laughs) So you you haven't introduced him at all to your family, not even like well, in a so, friend capacity. Do they know him as your friend? Yeah. Yes. Yes. They know him and they were like very suspicious. They've been, so I've known him for four years. Um, we went, we met in college. Um, how old and are you, they, Polly? Polly, how old are you? I'm 20, I'm 23. I know I'm a little one. I, okay. I'm listening. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, oh, no, no. Polly, I'm be prepared. Like, I'm also going to be a real pervert about this. I know he didn't get a creepy little look okay. behind his all eyes. Right, all right, all right. I hear so you. So don't you worry. Ooh, um, ooh, oh you're God. from a religious conservative background. Ooh, you dirty little minx. Okay. 
23, <laughs> Polly, go ahead. He's actually, Jason is taking notes. Nope. Um, <laughs> all right. Saying, I mean, it, on the outside, it doesn't look like he's taking this seriously, but he really is. He's yeah. No, we all are, because this yep. is actually, yes. okay, sorry, go on, but this is no. a real conundrum. This is no, so I believe much. you. I believe you. I hear you, know, and it's yep. kind of this. It's the kind of situation where you have to laugh about it. Otherwise, it just, like, makes you make you crazy. Um, but, yeah, so I'm 23, um, living in New York, living with the boy. Ooh, um, wait a minute. Time out. Polly, time out. You are living together? Yes. How long have you been living together? Um, just since January. That's, like, oh, very okay. new. Okay, got it, got it. Okay. All right, continue. Yeah, so just since January. And then... Um, yeah, and so my family's known him for four years, and they know we're very, very close, but they've, like, even voiced concerns just in terms of us even being as close as we are, because I think that they see him as, like, some sort of, well, I mean, a romantic threat, which is just, like, crazy. Well, they um, might see him so. also as a Jewish demon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, so you got to be careful like, about that. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Polly, Polly, this I, is I a can tough hear one. this is tough. Here's the I, I'm I'm gonna is it wait? Do you have anything more to to share, Polly? Otherwise, I'm gonna jump. Well, what's right. your what's your no, wait? No, I I have a not few really. That's essentially the situation. I feel very lucky because I'm in a very happy, healthy relationship. Um, and I think that the thing that just is the toughest is it is like the happiest facet of my life, and it's hard to not share that with people. You know, my family. Um, yeah. Well, okay. So uh, this is you are really in love with this person, right? Oh yeah. Even though he's Jewish. I'm just kidding, Polly. I'm truly just kidding. That's such a non-factor. <laughs> but um I think I think that you have to oh, I think that you're at right. some point it's all about timing, but what you're going to have to do is when the timing is right and it can't be around a holiday, um, you have to tell your family, you have to, you have to be prepared to give your family a little bit more, more, uh, credit or benefit of the doubt maybe, because I think that they, they let you go to New York. You're living there like, like you are, you know, an independent woman and they, they want to protect you in all ways, but you may not be, um, I, I think maybe they will take the news potentially a little better than you would ever expect. I, uh, I'm, may I? <clears throat> you may. Okay. Pervy. Polly? <laughs> uh, and, I, and I say this with the utmost respect. I think this is going to be a defining moment in your relationship with your family. And whether it is predicated mm -hmm. on a conversation about your Jewish boyfriend or if this were to go away and you were to have another boyfriend, at some point... You are racing towards a very difficult interaction with your family. Whether it's predicated on this or something else, it's going to happen. And so for you, I think you need to really wrap your mind around how you can do this in a way that protects you. And in this instance, to be specific, protects your relationship. Because what I hear from you is that this relationship genuinely matters to you. And that it yeah. means something to you that is important. And you should... Uh, at 23, living in New York uh, as a basically an adult, uh, uh, you should be able to be making choices in your life for yourself, for mm -hmm. your own happiness that do not 
um, take, I don't want to sound mean, but do not take your family into consideration. It's not, yeah. it's not important what and- they think. It's not important that you live up to any of their dictates or how they have lived their life. That's ultimately, you don't, you can choose it if you want, but it sounds like they're Mm -hmm. very closed minded and conservative. And I would say you should not choose that. You should choose the not version of that. If you have parents that are obsessively in love with you, like, and I think this is also like, this is also, and I don't know what your family situation is, Polly, but like, you're again, I don't want to sound condescending, but like you're at that age where you are having to establish yourself as an individual apart from your family. And it sounds like your family is very uh, tight and very it is trying to exert control over you. And you need to be you need to step up and set boundaries. You need to let your family know yeah. where and when they are allowed to participate in your life and your life choices and where they are not. Because those are the things that are increasingly now your family was able to make decisions for you and now less so. And you need to show them you need to show them that you are able to make those decisions for yourself successfully. And they're either and and frankly, they're either on board or they're not. And at that point, it's on them. Like you you do you, baby. Let's come on, come on. (laughs) You do you, baby. You do you, right? Not to not to like add an extra layer to this scenario, but okay. So I am an identical twin, Ooh. and she and she knows about this relationship. She's keeping the secret, but like her lifestyle is just very very different than mine. So I think my biggest fear is that comparison too. You know what I mean? It's like though we came from the same cloth, we're like just doing completely different things with our lives and like with our choices. And I think that that is another like fear factor. Does not she- that like. Does she, disagree, does, said, does she but, disapprove? Is she of the opinion no, of your no, parents she, or no? She loves him. Oh, she great. just, she, it's not, it's not what she would ever do. Like she would never go against mom and dad in this way. So oh, you're, break, you're breaking that, my heart, Polly. You're breaking my heart. Oh, sorry. No, no. Only oh. because, only because at a certain point, you're going to have to go against mom and dad and yeah and your sister is going to have to figure that out for herself as well because yeah and because while it is lovely to be a child and to have parents that care and love you and are guiding you through life and have beliefs and tenets that are important to them and that matter and that are based on a tradition that is uh, 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 appropriate uh, it needn't be how you live like you don't need mm-hmm. you, just because you were born into this doesn't mean that is what you're doing. You know, uh, you can yeah. assert yourself as an individual, and it's so interesting that you have a twin because that is like the ag- absolute like, yeah, that comparison is always going to be there. Um, but doesn't matter. You're it, regardless. Right. You're matter. always going to have to assert yourself as an individual. Yeah. Even in the face of like an identical twin mm-hmm. sister, you have to. Yep. Yeah, you you gotta you. You got to, what, you do you? You do you, right? I mean, Polly. like, it sounds like you're in love. And that's like, and wait, and he, he's and like, he treats you well. It sounds like it's a good relationship. Like, Oh yeah. my gosh, it's it's the best. Then, it literally, yeah, he's so wonderful. I know that I'm literally the luckiest girl on the planet. Oh, that's wonderful, Polly. And listen, you know what? And if your it's, parents it's, can't get on board for that, shame they, on them. You know what? They, they will. <laughs> I, 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 I got to believe they will, though. I really think they, they will. I, I hope they do. It's it might take, take you, you yeah, should. And also a couple months. Ooh, I'll say this. Actually, I'll say this. 
you, Polly, have the benefit of knowing that this is going to be difficult for them. So, mm-hmm. so if you come into this from the point of view of trying to explain to them why this matters to you, rather than just, if you are proactive in this explanation and what's going on, rather than reactive and just fighting like you're the daughter who's getting, you know, told what's up by her f- parents, but like you need to be the adult and, and, and behave like an adult. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You have that ability because you, you know the conversation you're going to have. So be prepared. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Think about how you're going to yeah. say it, whether you want your sister there or not, as an ally or not, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Ooh, Jason Manzoukas is really good at this. <clears throat> he really is. I mean, I agree with everything Jason is saying. Polly, when are you going to have this conversation with your parents? That's a really good question. I've been putting it off and putting it off. Um, the reality is we're going home with to, to see his family this weekend. They know about me and they love me and they're super supportive of us. And I'm tired of, like, lying when I go on these trips. So I think I'm going to be transparent this weekend about going home with him and just seeing if that opens the door and just being, like, prepped accordingly. Because I've been putting it off way too long. I would I would I think that's okay. I I I think it would be worth I was going to say you don't sound enthused about that well, idea. So if you have a better plan, let me know. I mean, I guess what I would do, you're basically you're putting yourself strategically. You're putting yourself at a weaker position by doing it that way. Because what you're doing oh, yeah? is you're you're kind of you're opening the you're opening the door a crack and are like if they come through the door then we can then I'll show them the house you know but i feel like it mm-hmm. might be worth it for you to actually and i don't know where you're from or how this is if this is even possible like i would tr- you, this is maybe going to sound whatever but i would treat this as if you were coming out to your parents i would mm-hmm. sit with your parents in the room and tell them what you want them to know about your relationship I don't think you should. Okay. I don't think you should be cryptic. I don't think you should be uh, vague about it, so that they have to come at you because then you're putting yourself mm-hmm. in the position of reacting. They're going to assume the worst, right? They're going to go yeah. all the way there, and so then you yeah. can't come. You can't have a logical conversation with people who are already assuming the worst. So you need to give them the correct information. This is what's happening. The blah, 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 so that they understand the parameters of your life rather than the question marks from them of like, well, what is the, uh, what, what, but like show them that you're an adult making adult decisions for yourself and that they can be mm-hmm. on board for that or not. You know, you're yeah. so good. I, I'm, uh... It's your, it's your story to tell. They're only your parents. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but it's your, your no, but I mean, the, you. the, the beauty of this is like, you have someone, you have someone supporting you. You have a great guy in your mm-hmm. life. And yes, it's gross. He's Jewish. I know. But <laughs> um, but um, I think for you, like, take that as like, uh, 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 use that, use the strength of your relationship as firm footing to launch an attack on the insanity of your parents' belief system. Done yeah. and done. Now, Polly, very quickly, what's your cup size? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm don't, don't answer that because I'm a real jo- I'm a real joker today. Uh, Polly, I'll Polly, take it. Polly, 
thank you thank so you much so much for hanging out with us tonight we we let us know how everything goes after yeah send me an email and then update us with everything and best of luck with this but i know this is really i do tough. think that jason is right Jason's it is completely like, right it's like i it, usually am guys I, and and you know what i bet your parents are going to surprise you with their, i hope so the, with their but, i hope so too but i don't, really hope so but also again if just like you would to a friend or to anybody your parents are treat them the way that you would treat anybody who can and will make bad decisions be, mm-hmm. you know, you can assume your parents can, might not be great about this in, at first or at the beginning or on first, you know, hearing about it, be generous to your parents, let them, cause they're, if you can predict how they're going to be, that is how they're going to be at first. So if you cannot take the bait and get sucked Ooh, into whatever, that. The, whatever the dynamic that you have as like parent daughter friction is don't, if you can like try to not step on the the landmines that are how you guys fight or how whatever you come yeah. things so that, so that you can be, you can, it'd be, it will be awesome if they are come at you and they are surprisingly accepting, but you need to presume mm-hmm. they're not going to be, and be prepared to speak to that cogently and thoughtfully about your life. Damn. All right. Damn. Easier Cogent. said than done, but Absolutely. I'll definitely keep you guys posted. Thanks Polly. Um, thank you, Polly. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Good night. Um, all right. So I guess now I've gotten the when Sim twirls his finger around into the air. I guess that means means wrap it up. I, I guess that yes. do it again, Sim, and let's see if I can interpret. Oh, yep. Okay, wrap it up. Or is a tornado coming? Boom. Or okay. Um, anyway, thank you, Jason, so much tonight. Well, I you I, are, I feel bad that I just like monopolized no, the call in segment. It was no, incredible. no, you it was are seriously incredible to watch. Uh, we've we've had some really great guests give incredible advice, but I think you kind of take I'm the cake shocked with no, it. and I'm also completely impressed. Thank you guys. I know, and I you have this look on your face of like of course. <laughs> and I actually I kinda wanna I'm ask I'm not just you, a total perv. Can I ask you some <laughs> personal advice after we stop recording of course <laughs> yippee always you know i'm always here for you oh thanks well thanks mike thanks sim sarna thanks severe Follow for being us here on thanks alex facebook Holden. and twitter please leave us a review on itunes that's true we do read them and jason's podcast is how did this get made um and you also have a movie coming out it's called oh uh it's it, it's called search party it comes out in may uh, I think it's in May. May 13th. Okay, May, great. Yep. yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. This is a blast. Ooh, O-B. That's what we Is that your sign-off? Is that no, your signature no, sign-off? I don't it's great. know. I just... I, it isn't it's a, great. It's a great sign-off. It's great. great you sign should off. keep that. Oh.